0: Welcome to Inside Legion, the podcast that takes place inside David Holler's mind. One last time, I'm Alex.
1: I'm Justin. Let's get out of this
0: brain. (laughs) I'm Pete. And this is the final episode of Legion, the final episode of Inside Legion, our podcast. We're going to be recapping Chapter 27. The last episode of Legion Ever
1: You can always press button to start again.
2: Oh, come on. I get it. You I get press it. Took I get his thunder it. Man. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what is Thunder? That's I not mean, my it's, Thunder. It's his Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> press <laughs> he button. You discovered start the again. button. I did.
0: Uh if you stayed all the way through the credits, you wouldn't expect that there would be an after credit sequence on Legion, but there was. After FX, after everything, after the logos, press button start again. Wow. So we that's what we're going to do. Gonna do bro. We should go back. That's that's we're do. Indeed. This podcast is still good. We're going to go back. Recap chapter one again. Oh, Much man. like David,
1: let's go back and do it. But good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it better. We, <laughs> we can, can live a
1: better it, podcast. We yeah, can redo I'm it
2: better.
0: definitely going to end up strangling whatever you want to <laughs> <for>. <laughs> yeah, Exactly.
1: I believe that is uh, happening in this episode. Ooh. One of us dies. All right. Ooh. We're going to
0: recap what's happened so far. We're going to talk a lot about this episode because there's a lot to talk about but i do want to get your guys feelings on not just this episode uh, as a finale but the show as a whole how'd you feel about this
2: pete i am so sad to see this show go it is Mm. so artistic so beautifully done so well shot well edited i this was such an unbelievable find for me. I just loved this show and I'm sad to see it go. I think this last episode did an amazing job putting a cherry on top of a fantastic cake. And uh, A cake? <laughs> nope. A cherry top Cherry cake. top I, cake. What? <laughs> cherry, on top oh, wait, cherry on top of Oh, wait, let's redo no, this again. Let's redo this again. Cherry on top of a you giant can't. bowl of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, that is somehow Ooh. worse. Oh You're living God. a worse <laughs> life Jesus on Lord. your reboot. Right, let's retake it. Read, start, let's, <laughs> let's retake it. A cherry on top of a vanilla milkshake. <laughs> you got it wrong I mean, three times. just closer to
1: right, but still weird. Um yeah I agree with Pete I love this show um it's so it's just a a, a, a a particular vision that you get to see played out over the whole run of these episodes four full seasons um right four or Three, uh, three. three, three. three full seasons uh <laughs> Do you want to take that Yeah no, <laughs> gonna do that nine full seasons <laughs> vanilla milkshake uh no and, and it's just I love Noah Hawley I'm a huge fan of Fargo and to see uh him play in this world with all of his the people he brought in to make this show really wild and unique was awesome and this episode had just the right amount of lenny in it hey
2: fuck <laughs> you <laughs> man that's beat that yeah well we got a little bit in the flashback stuff but literally
1: like, an image of <laughs> her.
2: no a couple times we heard her i was actually
1: surprised that lenny wasn't a right. part of this at all she was built up to be such a major character for every season except this one Though I guess maybe Lenny was sort of a canary in the coal mine is what I would say yeah.
0: for this, the sort of the finale. I mean, there were a lot of things. There was also Clark that got paired off by the end that actually died in that same episode yeah. that Lenny died in. That
1: made sense to me because yeah. his purpose of like the never ending battle we have to win is by the, the philosophy or the, th- the theme of this episode is like we don't need him anymore. I, Lenny, on the other hand, felt like someone sure. who played into the final Like moment, but
0: but I I do think they pared it down to the essentials of this episode. I was surprised how much we got to see of Charles Xavier and Gabriel Haller at the end here, Mm -hmm. which made a lot of sense. But it was, uh, it was. To your point, surprising to push them so much when you didn't have Lenny, you didn't have Clark, all of these other characters that were here since the beginning. And Melanie and Oliver, obviously, we dealt with a couple of episodes back, yeah. but same sort of thing, where they were so essential for the first two seasons. Well, uh, it's surprising that they didn't play until I, the end.
1: I do think it makes it seem like the show is about uh, fo- mothers and fathers. Yes. And just like sort of how you are made and how you, in the present... Uh, are a collection of all the things that have happened to you from your what your parents did to you raising you and then
2: what you did in your life. God put, puts a little pressure on both of you guys. As parents? Yeah. As parents to you? Yeah, this
0: is, I gotta tell you, this is the first time as a parent I felt pressure watching yeah. this episode yeah, of the yeah. oh. I was like, oh. holy
1: shit, I'm in charge? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's not, that can't be. <laughs>
0: yeah. Thanks, Legion Finale, for teaching me how to be a dad. Yeah. For uh, God's I sake. I will say, to that point, what I was really struck by uh, this episode if, if a finale is I mean it's the final note But if it is the culmination Of everything the TV show Has been trying to say Culmination What? <laughs> He's right it, Culmination That's what I said Right Yeah what are you saying? He's just saying just it again. Saying You're it just again. saying it again. Yeah, I yeah. think
1: he's skipping through time.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: He's been a time demon this whole time. He's oh, been better, aging us that very slow. <laughs>
0: he's sense. been
1: drinking our time like a little milkshake.
0: That it's about generational knowledge, but it's about how we pass it back and forth. Because what you saw here was not just the parents passing their knowledge along to the kids, but the kids passing their knowledge to the adults in the same way. Oh, interesting. Which I thought was kind of fascinating to have that go both ways.
1: And that's also why I feel like. Charles and Gabriel were so important, and Mel and Oliver were sort of dispensed with as the right. sort of surrogate parents for a lot of the characters, and then now it's that David's actual parents show but up. But
2: what I just loved is just from the, the beginning, every little detail was important. It paid off throughout. Nothing was overlooked. The title cards were amazing from start to finish. The fonts.
0: unbelievable. I'll, I'll come out and say this. I think this was the best comic book-based show of all time. Yes, dude.
2: Hell yeah, bro. Uh, It's
0: Yes. I think pretty definitively with this finale, I feel comfortable coming out and saying that. And obviously, something else will come past. I haven't seen Pennyworth yet, so maybe that's better. (laughs) Great point. They take (laughs) a lot of big swings
1: with Pennyworth. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) But but seriously, this was so beautiful, so creative, made me think on a weekly basis, made me reflect on my old life, the nature of time. We were joking about it, but being a parent, what that means... Uh, It's gorgeous It's the sort of show that There are very few shows That I will watch multiple times And Legion is a show That not just while we were taping it I would watch multiple times But I will go back And watch it again at some point
2: Oh yeah, definitely uh,
1: you're watching it in your brain right now. I am in a lot of
0: ways. <laughs> yes, I have. Wow. Was there a show you're going to say is better?
1: No. What I was going to say is this feels like this isn't like oh we adapted this beloved comic book property <laughs> right. uh, to television. This is hey we're going to take this as a springboard and dive into all these other larger human humanistic themes, but still use the X Men as a sort of reference point or as a the genre to to play in, which I think is great. What comic books should be, um, but it's. It's not an adaptation of a comic, I would say.
0: No, but to your point, it used it as a springboard, and I wish more shows would do that. We talk about this on a lot, on a lot of podcasts, but what people do too frequently that I don't think works is they say, okay, we're going to take the static page and we're going to copy these images into a moving format And that just doesn't work Like Yeah The typical example That I use all the time Is Watchmen Where Watchmen is about comic books Then Zack Snyder went to Made and make a movie That is a very gorgeous Looking movie But it's not commenting On movies It's just adapting Watchmen Yeah And This what Noah Hawley did here, to your point, is he used the touch points of the X Men, and we've talked about this over the course of the podcast. But he took the touch points, he took the themes, he took the ideas, picked and chose along with the rest of his staff, and thought, okay, what can I use here? What makes sense for TV? I'm doing the TV medium, not a comic book on TV. How is this going to work as a TV show? Yeah. And that's what I loved about it. Like yeah. it felt. It wasn't about the Easter eggs, though the Easter eggs are great. When you get to see Professor X's uh, wheelchair back in season one, that's awesome. When in this last season, same sort of thing, but with the light reflecting X's on the walls. Yeah. Very cool when he, uh, spoiler, but at the end of the episode, when Xavier's like, well, I always wanted to open a school. Yeah, um, teach I always so. wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. That's great if you're a fan, but it's not like, he stops at- and looks at the camera and is like, and it's going to be called the Westchester Academy. It almost felt like that wasn't, that to me
1: was, sort of took me out of it. Like, I don't need that. Oh, really? Yeah, in the fan service in this show, I, I, it seems like it's a different thing. It's right. like the difference between this and like the upcoming Marvel Disney Plus series. Like, they're different. It's like the difference between a carrot and a candy bar. Uh, I don't know which one's which.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what are you (laughs) talking about? Depends on how much.
1: I'm saying they're like... What about a
0: chocolate covered carrot?
1: Yeah, that's what I want. I'm hungry and I'm (laughs) pregnant. Uh, I think... No, but they're just like different animals altogether. Absolutely. Uh,
0: For sure. But I think if you were to look at the span, again, it's not necessarily a contest. There's many shows that I love. We can watch more than one show.
2: Yeah, it's many... It's not a contest, but this one won. Now, you you know, sometimes you hear about... Uh, directors and people saying, this is what I want to try to make, and sometimes they go ahead and actually do that and deliver on those promises. But this is not a background show. You can't watch the show and do other things. It demands your attention. There are so many fun little things in this show that, like, I'm just... So happy that we got to experience something that was an artistic vision of something and also something that delivered on something that demanded you pay attention to it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Let's do a recap of what has happened so
0: far because it's a lot. I hope you guys are ready. This podcast is going to be 15 hours long, so buckle in there. But David Haller is the most powerful mutant alive. When he was a baby, he was taken over by a being called the Shadow King, a.k.a. Amal Farouk, a psychic parasite who was driven out of his own body after a big fight with Charles Xavier, who is David's father. Uh, The parasite lived in David for 30 years, percolating behind him, driving him insane, or so it seemed, until David finally grew to adulthood. He found others like him, found out about the parasite, and eventually freed himself from the parasite thanks to their help. Uh, but it turned out David, not such a great guy after all, once he did that, he ended up raping his ex-girlfriend, oh, Sid. Sorry, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and through wiping her mind, making him sleep with him, he was rejected by his former friends and allies in Division Three, including mutants, Carrie and Carrie. Pete, you know which one is which? Yep. Great. See? Which one? Carrie? Carrie. 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 You got it. Last episode, you got it, Pete. Nailed it, Pete. Nailed it. That's amazing. Uh, So uh, one of them, Carrie, they live inside each other's body. One of them is smart. That's Carrie. The other one, uh, he uses swords and is super strong. That's Carrie. And... uh, (laughs) Different names, different, different names. names, very subtle. Uh, yeah, so uh, what was I even talking about? Oh, right, so uh, they held a tribunal. David managed to escape, but in the process, he uh, created his own cult. Uh, it was all about love, all about him. He often repeats the aphorism, uh. Wait, what is it? It's I deserve, a, I deserve love. Yeah, I deserve love. Um, yep. I'm a good person. I deserve love. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he built a cult essentially around this, but the cult imploded due to his as own cults actions, do. and thanks to a time traveler called Switch, who as David has been using to travel back in time. She's slowly been falling apart, hemorrhaging teeth Losing out
1: of her teeth, mouth. Uh, like I want Switch
2: comic book now.
1: All right. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Great. All of us. Right now, stop the
2: podcast. Yeah, let's stop the recap. Let's just work on making Switch a comic book. Great.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. (laughs) We're gonna just end it right here. We've moved on. (laughs) (laughs)
2: We gotta work on making Changing mediums So
0: Switch is falling apart But she did manage To get David back in time Back to the beginning Where Charles Xavier Was confronting The Shadow King For the first time However there's a little uh, There's some uh, Wrenches in the work, So to speak Which is that The present day version Of Amal Farouk Also traveled back in time So we have a setup Back in time Where it's David And his father Charles Xavier Are about to fight The two Farouk's Or at least That's how it seems We find out a little bit Different this episode Meanwhile over in another part of the world, there's Gabriel Holler. Gabriel Holler is David's mother. He uh, uh, was abandoned by her, as well as Charles Xavier, as a baby, abandoned by her because I think she died. Right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. The, so
1: the most <laughs> basic abandonment, <laughs> mm-hmm. like uh, how my childhood unable- pets all abandoned me. Oh,
0: jeez, I'm so sorry, oh, man. I
2: know.
0: Uh, what a nightmare. But, but Gabriel has an ally this time, specifically Sid. Uh, has traveled back in time with the two Carries. She has ended up at Gabriel's house. They, however, are being attacked by time demons. These are demons that eat time. They've been released from the time card. Exactly.
1: It's like how Pete is a cheeseburger demon. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, oh, sorry, let's take that again. Milkshake demon.
1: Milkshake uh, demon. Cherry demon, really. Cherry Garbage demon. blade demon. Garbage plate demon
0: Yes So they're pretty terrifying They're slowly eating away at time Time is skipping It's breaking apart As David is going to change it Uh, So Sid and the two carries Gabriel and the baby David Who they have decided not to kill uh, Are all in the house together Fighting the time demons That's where we left them and I think that's kind of all you need to that's know. That's
1: it. It's pared down like you said. Yeah, there you go. Way to pair uh, it down.
0: Hey, and no problem guys. So let's jump into it. So much happened this episode. Oh, Justin walk us through
1: it. Let's walk uh, we start with a story. Wait, did you have a
0: question?
2: No, uh, well, I'm going to wait, because I want to ask you guys a very important question that we'll get to uh, shortly. Ooh, that's
1: exciting. That's oh, what great. I call a little
2: tease. Uh, I see something in your pocket. Is that
0: a, is that a box? Or are you going to pop the question? <laughs> well,
1: that's <what> it is. <laughs> One of us. <laughs>
0: Who's it going to be? This is a real after the rose ceremony.
1: Uh, that <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. my God. What? Um, so you mean the rose ceremony? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> After the road ceremony, is back your shit and go home. <laughs> uh, I, I occasionally watch The Bachelor. Yeah. Uh, the Bachelor. <laughs>
0: wow. Skewer, change wow, out by Justin. <laughs> Bachelor. More like Botchler. You know what I'm talking oh, about?
1: They had a great man. opportunity and they blew it. <laughs> Big Bother. More
0: like Big Bother. Oh, there, there we go. We, hey, go. we, we can Killing skewer it. the news.
1: So um, this episode, the final episode starts with sort of a, uh, almost a little prologue, I guess you'd say, or a little like, don't worry guys, this is the end, it's the beginning, don't, uh, everything is happening for a reason kind of stuff. Bring it back to comic books, we
2: had to read words with pictures in the background. Yeah, how'd you feel about that? You hate reading. Really? Well, I like the pictures that go with the words. It's just quite a great combo. It's funny. But it was a deep
0: start. I was very worried. It's funny because the pictures are just like a seaside.
2: Yeah. Also, there's a
1: lot of things that include both words and pictures besides comic (laughs) books, like billboards. Okay. Do you you like those? Posters. Love (laughs) (laughs) Love them. Billboards are just big comic books. Yeah, they are. That you can read while you're driving. They're the only comic books You can read while you're driving (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, I really like this a lot I thought this was a great beginning uh, Really brought you into it And it also gets to something I don't know if we talked about on the podcast too much But I know particularly Pete likes about the show Is the interplay between the text and the images And to start off with that I thought really brought together visually what the show was about.
1: Yeah, agreed. The the wave, unwaving uh, nature scenes, very cool. Yeah. We see um, the title was uh, a mobile that had the word the legion, legion played out, yeah. which was very cool yeah. and played into the very last moment of the episode. Um, then we see David grow up again. Yes. It's, I thought it was interesting in this episode we saw sort of the whole series twice. Yes. We yeah. see it in this opening sequence of David becoming who he is, and then later on... Um, Farouk. Our present day Amal Farouk shows past Amal Farouk all of the, sh- the show. Once the again, 30 with his years of magic sunglasses. Um, yeah, what do you think why about I don't that? don't trust sunglasses. You don't, you, that's true. You'd never have trusted sunglasses. That's it. Yeah, you sl- he slaps them right out of my hand.
0: Yeah, Pete actually isn't allowed to go into a sunglass hut anymore. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> Any sunglass building, he can't go into <laughs> oh. a hut. Uh, burn them <laughs> to the ground. Cabin. <laughs> sunglass. Ca- sunglass cabin. Much oh. bigger. Yeah. Um, sunglass dome. Uh It's funny because I don't trust the sun.
0: Huh. Ooh, vampire much? So let's talk about the repeating images of the show. I I think one very surfacey thing that is, is it ties into the whole loop that they're pushing with the thing, right? Time is looping. We have the press play to start again at the end of the episode. So... I think, to the point that we were just talking about, about the difference between comic books and television, Noah Hawley is pushing the fact that it's a TV show. And it is something, it is a story that you can watch over and over and over again if you want, to analyze, to break out different things, to pull out different things. And I think that's part of what he's pushing here. But I also think, just on a very surfacey, very TV show level, just structurally... It's getting us up to speed. It's yeah. This is the end. This is everything that's happened to this point. Yeah. Uh, I often bring up Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, do, but do. there was, I believe it was the 100th episode of Buffy the Vampire mm-hmm. Slayer where they do previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and it starts with the first scene and then it starts just speeding up and going faster and faster and faster until it gets to the point that they are in the present. And that reminded me of that a little bit. That's cool.
1: Um, it... Uh, Noah Holly, when he was doing uh, Fargo, was talking about how the way people consume TV is so different now, and few shows actually respond to that. So when he was making Fargo, expecting people to binge it, he put in um, scenes at the beginning of every episode that sort of break the pattern. Because he's like, people, when you're binging a show, you sort of tune out enough that you're not really taking it in how he wants it to be seen. And I feel like this was sort of a comment on that as well. You're, you get to binge the show twice through it. So he's sort of... In, In the opposite of what I was just saying, he's leaning into the binge with this by saying, like, the characters are binging the show while you're watching them be the show as well.
0: That's interesting. Uh, Yes.
1: Uh, (laughs) Great. Great. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> sure. <laughs> I got a yes and a sure on that. That's a win. Uh,
0: let's. On. I'll tell you what. That's why <laughs> podcast after shows have exploded so much. <laughs> why hear people say things yeah. that agree with them? Yes. No further comments. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, so we get into the get into the show. Um, David has taken over the lessons in time travel narration. I thought that was cool. He's the main time traveler now that mm-hmm. switches. Totally. Well, laid so out. what did
0: you take away from that? Was that him just sort of taking over the whole enterprise? He he does it as a lesson zero. So far we've had yeah. way further down the line with Switch's lessons. Uh, why was this lesson zero? Was it coming from David? Was it coming from David originally? Because he kind of broke time too. So it's like... Yeah, like, I'm really looking for more of a yes or a sure <laughs> oh, sorry, my <laughs> Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I think it was... It's, it puts him in the power position, I think, which is where you want him at the top of this episode. Because right after this, he pulls a goldfish out of his ear.
2: Well, we got... Uh, that's where I... Want to get to? I'm waiting patiently for you to get to the fucking main part here. Okay, sorry, We're really <laughs> fucking the with the real bu- bullshit. Oh uh, wow,
0: yeah, we've been really bullshitting before we get to the goldfish yeah. out of the air. Yeah, the yeah. big,
2: the big thing, like the big thing that
1: you yeah. have a question
0: about. Well, we wanted to build anticipation before oh, yeah, we got good, there. Good, good, good. We all knew we were
1: going to lead so up to that. Yeah, if We y- all knew we were going to talk about this goldfish with Pete.
2: <laughs> well, not the goldfish, but they pull weapons out of their ear for the final battle of the two, uh, the kind of two versus two big boss battle that we've been building up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, David pulled the mace out of his ear, the classic, you know, uh, uh, mace weapon. Uh, Charles Xavier pulls a bullet out of his ear. You guys, if you're about to go into a final battle, what do you pull out of your ear? Nice uh, to uh, go into the final battle with.
0: Oh, good question. What would
2: question. I pull out of my ear?
0: Yeah. Probably a sandwich, because I'd want to be well-fed. Like, I wouldn't want wow. to go into a final
2: battle on an yep. empty stomach. Exactly. Yeah, but then you got to give it, like, 20 minutes to settle before you can fight. I mean, I'm I not swinging 20, 20 minutes. <laughs> no, this, <laughs> this, is a, this is a swim battle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As, <laughs> As all battles. As all yeah. battles. Yeah. Here, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Right. Swim race. Yeah. Yeah. Water yeah, I mean, you're going
2: to need a nap after that sandwich. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good choice. What kind of sandwich? I'm sorry. Are you dackward? What's going on here? 20 minutes. Sure. Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, a microphone. A microphone. Yeah. Yeah, because you you're going it. to rap <laughs> You're going to do the
2: play by play during yeah. the. Yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I I'm be, be, currently uh, getting punched uh, in the face. I want to go. Justin to the, Tyler live at the battle. I want
1: to go sidelines as quick as possible. Uh, okay. Um, what do you think about the goldfish that he pulled out?
2: Uh, I don't know. Wasn't I, that a callback to something? Probably?
1: It To me, it did make me think of something else, but I just don't know what it is. It made me think of Sandman. I think there's a gold uh, d- delirium, I think, or uh, one of the characters in Sandman uh has the goldfish as a thing, and I, I think it comes out of her
0: ear. Um, I mean, if anything, it reminded me, it just sort of seemed like David is not totally in control. Like, he's the one who's... He's in charge. He's ready to take on Farouk. He's pulling weapons out of his ears, but he's still totally fucked up. And the first right. thing that he pulls out is a goldfish. So that's what I took away from it. But yeah, it's it's possible. It might be something. It might be a callback to something from earlier in Legion. I what,
1: don't know. What was the energy that he pulled out that they turned into the sharpened into weapons? I think it was
0: psychic energy. Psychic right?
1: energy. To me, it felt like um, sort of the the damage that they like their. Um, the harsh parts of their personalities, because David's was a massive spiked ball, while Charles was a tiny little bullet that he fired, so it-
2: oh, there was like a uh season two you know legion three seconds like a goldfish um, they were they I knew there was a goldfish earlier in the sh- what happened
0: with the goldfish? Do you have any
2: well, they were talking about how like uh time works, and they were talking about like. You know, you just have like three seconds like a goldfish. Uh, and they were kind right. of comparing. Maybe. In
1: my experience, goldfish that you win at the fair specifically just die very quickly.
0: Yes. Uh, I think the bullet was uh, very clearly because Charles is, had fought in the war, right? Whatever mm-hmm. war that was. Probably World War Two. but as usual, very nonspecific with Legion time. Uh, so that's the weapon was that he was one choosing. Of, he already had the gun. Yeah,
2: yes. It, it was one of John Hamm's voiceover where he talked about. Oh, uh, yeah. People have like. John Hamm. People uh, have. Wait, finish your sentence. Well, Bad, <sighs> sure. I'm trying to fastly <laughs> read something while we're doing a podcast. Why don't right, so you take, take a second? Ap- I apologize. Never no, apologize.
1: Okay. Sure.
0: Uh, <laughs>
1: I think it was, I think it was their pain, their their personal, that was the word okay. I was trying to think of, their personal pain that they were dealing with, and uh, Charles was like a little bit, and he could project it, while David's was like big, intense, and, and something he had to like wield in hand-to-hand combat.
0: Yeah, I could see that. It's also Charles, as we know the character for the comics, as well, is very removed from stuff, right? Yeah, Versus right. David, his attack style, he's head on, he wants to later on strangle Farouk personally to death. Yeah. Um, Charles is removed from everything. Yeah. So I think that makes sense.
1: Once they have their weapons set, the father and son, uh, David and Charles, go and confront the two Farouk's. David's feeling his daddy vibes. He's like, I like this. Yeah. Yeah, He's
2: he's excited to go into final battle with his dad. I mean, that's very cool.
1: That is fun. Um, He tackles old the past Farouk, the Farouk that then infects him. So that makes sense.
2: I found it here. So they're talking about Ptolemy's mutant power being able to remember everything, um, and it's when he's in that giant garden, and then he forgets what's happening every three seconds like a goldfish. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Wow, good memory, Pete. Yeah, you're the opposite of a goldfish. Right. <sighs> yeah, I got a fucked up head, but every <laughs> once in a while I can pull something out.
0: Yeah, you're like a bronze fish. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Thanks. Hey. Uh, but because uh, I know you guys were curious, uh, nunchucks. Obviously, I pull nunchucks because yeah. they don't run out of bullets. That's, Charles uh, only yes. had one bullet. Is that new? Because nunchucks used to run out of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I'm just saying you want a weapon like a giant sword or nunchucks, something that like you can use because you don't know how many bad guys you're going to be fighting. The only you know?
1: time I feel like nunchucks, Pete, will hit themselves in the balls constantly
2: with those. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. If you're not, you're not sure how to use them. It's it's a rookie mistake. I don't know. I just don't see nunchucks as a great weapon on the battlefield. Because what can you do with them? It's just a stick. You're, yeah,
1: but I mean, it's like a stick that's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an out of control. You stick. You control the stick, man. You control one stick, but there's this rope in the middle.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's it's just the the like deal a mace. With that? It's just like a mace. Mace has spikes on it. Right. Yeah.
2: That's gonna hurt people. Yeah, so it... You nunchucks know, so is just you're hitting people with a stick to Justin's point. <laughs> yeah. No, it's but a wild either there's stick. wood wild stick, yeah. or you can get metal nunchucks. Uh, you know what? I'm not getting into this. You, you do love nunchucks. The translation
0: yeah. of nunchucks into English is the wild stick.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> not true. That is true. No, it's that not. That is true, yeah. No, it's yeah. not. Uh, well, look it up.
2: <laughs> look it up, Goldfish. <laughs>
1: Uh, Meanwhile, um, while that fight is starting, Sid and the gang are running from the time demons who are eating everything. Time is looping. Uh, Carrie and Carrie combine for one last uh, fight.
2: Oh, what a powerful moment that was. So cool. Yeah.
1: I love this rationale, too, because Carrie, who says his brain's turning into spaghetti, uh, is like... What can we do? And she, uh, Carrie, is like, just think for a second, man, chill. We're good. And he's like, oh, we need to give them more of a meal. Basically, uh, the time demons will have if we combine, they'll have both of our time to eat. Yeah, so they be have confused time to actually
2: and drawn to us, and that way, uh, Carrie can really fight and kick some ass. I thought that was great, and it turns into basically a time demon horror movie. Yeah, Uh, for for basically, it's like a martial arts. What I loved about the staging of of this,
0: beyond just Carrie being fantastic, Amber Mid Thunder, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, as such a
2: uh, great character.
0: She's fantastic. Like, what does she say as she's jumping into the fight? She's like, yes, or Uh, yes, I love my job. I love my Uh, job. I love my
2: job. Yeah. Uh, And then later she talks about how it's like, one last warrior's battle, which is just oh
0: yeah, dying that's all one you last really want, third. you know. It's uh, just but to the whole sequence for fighting, yeah, what I liked about that anywhere. staging is she ages over the course of it, but it's very specifically whenever she physically touches a time demon, yeah. that she's fine, she's chopping them up. Then she punches one in the face, and when it pulls back from her, she has a little bit of gray in her hair. Yeah, and the same thing happens over and over and over until she turns out to be her proper age because. It's a detail they've touched on a little bit, but they haven't mentioned much, is that she stayed young because she lived inside of Carrie. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, they are the same age, but by the end of the episode, as we find out, she is older than him Yeah, because she's
2: fought the Time Demons. But
0: uh, again, the way that was staged, uh their voices switching back and uh, forth.
2: Uh, very cool. And then reveal that they're brother's sister. Wait, what? Well, we knew that. We oh, knew we that. Yeah. yeah. Since the beginning. Did you just find that out? I, for, I guess I must have forgotten There's about these it.
1: These episodes are full meals.
2: <laughs> full meals. <laughs> it's it's like a lot of bread.
1: You got a lot of bread. <laughs> yeah, a lot <laughs> of bread, <laughs> too much yeast. <laughs>
0: Uh, So while they're fighting, though, uh, I think we could, like, touch on the whole Sid thing separately because the majority of it happens with David. Yeah. Uh, So Sid is fighting the back with a shotgun. That's pretty cool. Gabriel is screaming and protecting baby David. Yeah. Um, So while that is all going on... Uh, we'll get to the switch stuff later, but let's jump over and talk about David versus Farouk. Yep.
2: Yeah. David
1: versus old Farouk. He says, "I am Legion," and it's uh, Farouk in the Hall of David's. Uh, Farouk. David's mind in David. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh,
2: that was established earlier that David's mind is the one with all the doors. Yeah, yeah. That, that's very specifically. That's the astral plane inside oh, of inside David, his brain inside
0: David's mind.
1: So it. David looks like he's winning here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh, Just sorry to interrupt. Uh, We talked about this a little bit the last episode. I still thought it was super weird since we went back to that room that our podcast was not there. Again. Right? Why didn't they just pan over in the corner? This This is my one problem with the episode is we're inside David's mind. Our podcast is inside David's mind. Where's our podcast? We
1: should have been behind one of the doors. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) We're 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 trying to to record in here. (laughs) Audio. Audio. uh, Could you just tune it down (laughs) in here, you guys? Yeah, uh,
0: we're, we're almost done. We're, we're almost done. so close roll.
1: to being done. And yeah. in fact, honestly, what's happening? Because we're <laughs> trying to record this. We're actually trying to record this right
0: now. Yeah, Pete said a lot of wrong stuff about where cherries go. <laughs> yeah. So we're up to that point of the podcast. Yeah, we're doing the cherry stuff.
1: They'd be like, "What are you idiots talking about? This is a show about big ideas." Yes. they would be like, "No, no, it's about goldfish and nunchucks."
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're having I mean, the fun in there. Uh, getting back to the point we were making earlier about comics versus TV. I think. What another thing that was so great about this episode, and this isn't the first time they did it, but superpower fights like in the yeah. middle yeah. of all of this very heady stuff and very deep stuff that's going on, they still make time for Farouk to shoot rays yeah. out of his hands and very destroy cool. aspects of David. Which, from a just very base comic book fan perspective, is so much fun to see. Very yeah. fun, yeah. Uh, I like, I think too many shows go in either direction, that they're either like. We're very heady. We're smart, quote, unquote. We don't do costume stuff. We don't do fight stuff. Like The Bachelor. Oh, my God. It's a comic book-based show. Everybody knows that. We don't do two stuff. Super original. Uh, Or they go the other direction, and it's not heady enough, and it's just dumb fighting the entire time. Hell, yeah. That's Uh, that's that's The Bachelor. That's The Bachelor. Yeah. Uh, But this mixes everything together. It's everything all at the same time, yet at the same time, it works.
1: Agree completely. Um, Sure. (laughs) Sure. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, Charles is fighting present day Farouk, yeah. and he pulls out a tiny knife from the astroplane. Uh, and Farouk's, Farouk's like, like, hey, really? dude, let's chill. Let's have a weird beer.
2: <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's, uh, I'm sure it's you know, a very nice beer. It looks li- like a real expensive. No, nice I think beer. it was Bush Light. Did you read the dude, name No, was. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, let's do this like gentlemen. Charles like,
1: Bush Light, dude? Yeah. Exactly. It looked like
0: a gl- It's gl- all gl- I could afford. Gl- I don't know. Where were those? Grolsch, thank yeah. you. It looked like a ginger beer to me. Oh, oh yeah. Boy. That's what it was. let <laughs> like, let's, let's sit down and have a nice spicy ginger beer. That's I can't
1: talk. It's so spicy. Oh, ooh, it's, it's going on my throat. Uh,
0: one other thing. I mean, this is a pretty obvious thing, but uh, it was nice visually to see that Charles and old Farouk were fighting in the white version yes. of the astral plane, a.k.a. the good version of the astral plane, while David and old uh, young Farouk were fighting in the black version of the astral plane, the evil version of the astral plane. Also, right. I
2: thought it was interesting how they paired up. Like, I thought David will go after the older one uh, because that's the one he knows more. But he went after the young one.
0: No, I think, uh, like we talked about actually a little bit before this tape, while we were watching, uh, the. I think part of the reason is he tax. Young Farouk Because A That's the one That took over his body Just on a base Anger level Because that's all That David is operating And took His dad away too Right the one that Took his dad away But also you eliminate The young Farouk And you get rid of The old Farouk So that's what He's focused on Yeah One last thing On the color scheme That I thought was interesting While I was looking At the different rooms uh, And I'm sure he's had This all season And this is the first Time I noticed it But old Farouk Is wearing a gray suit Right Mm. uh, Which puts him Very squarely In the middle there Which is where he is In this episode He's yeah. not necessarily good like we talked about a lot on the podcast he's still done things over the course of the season that are selfish, um, that don't have everybody's best interest at heart, but really ultimately, as he lays down in his speech to Xavier, he has learned, he has become better. He's not purely good, but he's not purely evil either. Yeah,
1: I yeah think well, The real lesson in, of this episode and maybe the show in general is that it's not about good versus evil, it's about um, inexperienced versus experienced, hmm. and I think, think that plays out a lot with Switch in this episode, and I think Farouk's another example of like, no, let's just do right.
2: Also, it's very interesting to me that like David had this evil parasite living in him, and then the parasite like kind of gave all the evil to David and became good, and then David was evil. He kind of like took on all that and then- So you think in a certain way that Farouk sucked the goodness out of David? Yeah,
0: exactly. It's possible.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
0: That's uh that happened to me with a mosquito the other day.
1: Yeah. Oh, got the good blood? Yeah, it sucked out. That well, explains
0: so much. There's a there's a real like kinda good mosquito <laughs> you know, flying, flying around. around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to <laughs> say it's full. Of, right.
2: I bet you that like... mosquitoes at the comic book shop right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, uh who do you have that's sort of like a little bit porny? <laughs> <laughs> uh Uh, Sort of an inside joke, but you get it. Uh, um, So, moving on to the episode. Yes, sure. uh, Quickly, uh, moving past that. uh, Under all of uh, your anger is a baby. So you have uh, David trapped in a straitjacket. He's being told um, that he doesn't deserve love. The one mantra that's been holding him together. Oh
2: man, that's the worst. When you hear the opposite of what you're trying to tell yourself. Exactly. No, you don't. And we jump into one more
0: song sequence. Loved it. Pink Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Mother. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, they go through the entire song. Um, I I love this because what this has come back to, what it's always been about among all the other things we're talking about, but just on a plot level, is about David was abandoned as a baby by his parents. Yeah. And first, what he gets in this episode is he gets his mother's love, which we've already well-established in the show, that Gabriel wants that, but she feels this madness has been left to her by her grandmother, by her mother, gone down to her. She's going to leave that to David. That's what she's scared about leaving to him. Um, But Sid, who lived through two lifetimes became reborn. And she's going to
2: go back for
0: a third. Yeah, poor Sid. I I felt bad for Sid. She loves living. Yeah. She doesn't. Uh, (laughs) 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 Okay. (laughs) Uh, But that Gabriel, through her conversations with Sid, has learned... I need to care for this baby. I need to love him. And as he reveals at the end of the episode, she can't do it alone. She needs to do it with uh, Charles as well. But that's what he gets here. Even if she's not specifically there, the fact that while Sid and Carrie and Carrie are fighting the time demons... Gabriel is with David and trying to keep him safe. That's already changing time. Yeah. That allows them to have this big Floyd sequence where she sings to him. She says that he is loved, that she loves him, that she will always protect him. And that's what gives him the strength to ultimately do the wrong thing, mind you. Right. But to break free of the straitjacket. And I thought that was really beautifully done.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way that they have made things like, you know, if you said to me, oh, yeah, this show's got musical numbers. I'm not happy about that but the way that this show handles music in such a powerful moving way that makes it so interesting and uh, visually amazing i i I loved it and i'm so glad we got one last one
0: i honestly hope now that the x-men are owned by disney and in the mcu that kevin feige and company take a hint from here yeah they don't have a musical franchise yet make the X-Men a musical franchise. Oh, my God. That definitely aligns with what the fans want. Yeah. 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 I mean, that'll make it so different from the previous X-Men franchise. That's true. All singing, all dancing. Yeah. I got claws. I know how to use (laughs) them. Oh, good. Sort of a rocky ballad. Uh, Wow.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Sure. So uh, we get, coming out of this uh, sequence, we get a Legion dance party on top of the fight sequence with um, Carrie rapidly aging. Uh, David just going for it. It, yeah. it must awesome. been fun for shoot
2: to shoot. Yeah, just to shoot hundreds all those of guys. different. Yeah, wow. Dancing and Divets. I was looking at his face to see if like. To see if he was like, man, this is not fun, but he was into it. You think one of was gonna be like? Yeah. Oh, you, you can, can usually yeah. like, read that a lot of actors' faces. <laughs> well, in sometimes TV shows. if an they, actor's not feeling it, you can tell. Yeah, they yeah, they're like,
0: ah, uh, we only got one take of this, and he really wasn't feeling it. <laughs> yeah. oh, let's just go for that. And he's yeah.
1: rolling his eyes the
0: entire, the entire time. time yeah. yeah, there's if you watch Avengers Endgame, there's one take where Chris Evans is just asleep on set. <laughs> he's like, they cut boring. To- <laughs> he says boring. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they keep
1: that? I don't know. It's a long movie. Oh, yeah. Everything. Slide. Some things just get through the cracks. Speaking of cracks, Switch is dying, oh. and her house, a uh, giant crack goes through it. Um She spits out a bunch of teeth. Oh my uh, God! She's. That's how you count time is teeth.
0: Uh Yeah. She. Have you ever done that? Have you ever spit uh, spat out a whole mouthful of teeth, Pete? No. Pete. No. You still have your baby teeth then? That no. Going I don't. On? How many
1: babies do you guys have left? None. <laughs> you got to have a couple in there. Uh, right? Yeah, I have like uh, three or four. Yeah, I got. It. I have what, 32 teeth? I have 30 baby teeth. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're really hanging on to those things. Tooth Fairy's going to come through at payday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's why you're holding on holding to them. Holding on to them, yeah. Every time they fall out, I glue them back in. That's oh. right.
1: And these big adult teeth want to push through like <laughs> a bunch of bullies.
0: <laughs> Don't want them.
1: I'm a kid still. Yeah. That's, what my that's why you wear your hat
0: backwards. Uh, adult teeth are the bullies of the
2: mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See? Now that's good mothering. Yeah, that's good mothering. Gabriel
2: uh, Xavier, listen up. Yeah. Oh, well, that was crazy just to hear her full name in the episode.
1: Yeah, and it, it's interesting because it was Gabriel Haller before, right? Yeah. And it, was no,
0: they called Charles Xavier is what they said. No, I think they said Gabriel Xavier later Gabriel
1: at the end of the, and of the episode. Xavier, yeah. And I thought that meant like, oh, they are going to stay together.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't think about that. But yeah, I guess that's Switch. Switch says that when she's already become a being of time. Yeah. So... I guess she's already seen ahead. They stay together. She's changed her name. That's yeah. interesting. I thought that was
1: interesting. Nice. Speaking of that, so Switch, um, uh, things look bad, and then her dad shows up um, as she's surrounded by time Aww. demons. Puts those fuckers down. Uh, yeah, little
2: whistle, dude. The old time demon. Wonderful whistle.
0: scene. So yeah. we've only previously seen Switch's father on a TV. There's been a lot of talk about robots and him yeah, creating Yeah. Being robots, a robot. Yeah. Which didn't exactly come back necessarily, right?
2: No. But his form could have been a robot form for a while. Who knows? Right. Well, I
1: think we learn that here that they're not even... She's not a mutant either. She's a fourth dimensional being, and so is her father. Um, And I love this thing of she's like, you just lost all your baby teeth. Now you have... You're an adult now. Now you're experienced. Now your life is just starting, basically. Right. Uh,
0: Just the little turn of phrase, I know we were just joking about the teeth, but her him saying you spat out your baby teeth and now you have wisdom teeth. Yeah. Just a fun, whimsical way of explaining that. So nice. Uh, and the other thing That I thought was nice About this twist with Switch There's an exchange That Sid and Gabriel Have earlier in the episode Where right after The two carriers Have joined together Where Gabriel says Oh I see now You're gods And Sid sighs And said Oh uh, I wish. wish Yeah And then it turns out In fact Switch is a god Or yeah. is at least as close To a god As we're going to get Into the world of Legion
1: Yeah I mean You could say Like Sid keeps reincarnating That's a god thing Sure uh, Essentially Like they all are Sort of gods by the end of this episode.
0: Right. Yeah. (coughs) Uh, So, yeah, Switch finds out she's a fourth dimensional being. Uh, She is reborn. Her father wants to go explore all of existence with her, but she says, There's one more thing I need to do. Just one 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 more
2: thing. Meanwhile. uh, And she
0: goes and she gets a Big, juicy cheeseburger. Oh, that's Cheese. what I would Stout. do. It's I'd be a, like,
2: it. hey, listen, hold up. Can we swing by in and out real quick? She's yep. a cheeseburger. And then team. all
0: of time is destroyed and everybody dies, but Switch got her cheeseburger. Oh, that, you yeah, got yeah, to get your it. cheeseburger. you got to get your it. burger,
1: guys. Go out and get your burger. That's what life's all about. Uh, meanwhile, uh, present-day Farouk and Charles are hanging out. They're talking. Just having a
2: beer. They're just ginger chill. beer.
1: Ginger beer, yeah, definitely. We, there are, of no, course, not. under 21 years old, and there's no IDs <laughs> exchanged there. So they are having the right drink. Uh, lovely and a beer. O'Doul's,
0: perhaps. Odul's ginger beer. Yeah. Uh, Farouk at one point says, do you want to go rent a car? And he's like, nope, not old enough yet. It's yeah. <laughs> good. A lot of great lessons in here. <laughs> this is a PSA. That was the craziest yeah. part about this show. Xavier's like, I'm going to run for president. He's like, well, first off, you're British. Uh, anyway, <laughs> not 35. Get... So Farouk's
1: talking about how he's changed um, by living, and now he wants to help David. And I thought this was cool, because they talked about this at the beginning, how you can't really change time. Um, you can't change yourself. The only way to change is moving forward in time, to realize uh, what's come before you, what makes sort of what has gone into making you who you are, and then you can move forward and be a better person, because well, that's let what me, Farouk let does Let me ask here.
0: you a question about this, because... I do think it's definitely backed up by Farouk's actions this season. Do you think this end speech from Farouk is backed up by his actions throughout the series?
2: Well, not in the beginning of the series, but like this season, this last season for sure, because all along the way, he's been doing stuff that's for David and kind of screwing over the team that's chasing him.
0: I think I'd have to go back and watch every episode. I definitely want to go back and rewatch now. Yeah, because I think I think it is. I think it is backed up because if you think about it, the first season the first two seasons were all just about Farouk getting his body back. That right. was yeah. it. There was certainly collateral damage there, but ultimately I don't know that Farouk ever did anything evil necessarily. Other right? than being a parasite that was out of
1: his brain. Yeah. I mean he was not great to Oliver.
0: No. He I mean he took over a bunch of bodies. Yeah. Uh so that's not great. No. Uh and I get but David was the person who always killed people. David yeah. used his powers to stick people in walls and destroy people and things like that. Uh certainly the Shadow King was terrifying. But again, I don't know. I'm sure there's a million things that I'm forgetting. Uh, but I did feel like once we got to that speech, I sort of had a little bit of a mental check-in of like, does this track, does this scan here? Because we've had Two seasons of him being a villain, one season of him being gray, does it actually make sense, or yep. has there been, no pun intended, a switch? Yeah, No, no, no I think so. Well, he, good. That's good. he yeah. only
1: had a mental check-in, which, yeah. as we know, it's when he closes his eyes and seizes for 45 minutes, <laughs> which we have to deal with every episode of this. Yeah, we do. Yeah.
0: And then we have to rewind the episode. Yeah. So it's thanks, crazy. guys. No, great. Yeah, no hey, I appreciate Definitely it. Keep checking
1: in mentally. Um, I agree with you, though. I do think that he did change. I think he's changed for the better, and it shows in this episode. I think that's what we're left with. He did right. He yeah. f- saved the world.
0: I'd also we talked about this. Uh, Pete and I argued about this a bit the last episode. But Can you believe I, that yeah, it's crazy I can't turn I wasn't of here. events. Yeah. Uh, I was struck again by what a good Charles Xavier Harry Treadway is. Yeah, on the show. Really, yeah, great. I think like he's perfect.
1: You don't like because he has hair.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, no. I just think that like he's a shitty father, uh, but what's nice is he really redeems himself in, in this episode and really turns things around and uh, you know gives me a, a, a better hope for. Yeah,
1: right in the scene, he's David's. The scene coming up here, David's killing Farouk and Charles. Is like, hey, hey knock it off,
2: not stop. Yeah,
1: and David's reckoning with his abandonment and he's like, "Let me be your father." So we got the mother. Dude,
2: that hug was so fucking powerful, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, uh, one
2: just quick note uh, that I A lot I of great in this
0: app. One of my favorite shots in the episode, and there were many wonderful shots in the episode, but when David gets free of the straitjacket and throws it out and it turns into free. That was awesome. So cool. So
2: cool. So cool. So cool.
0: Yes, uh, so... Yeah, Xavier stops him. He says, "I'm going to be there for you. Oh, I'm yeah. going to be your father. I'm going to do this differently. I don't know what it would be like for you as a baby, yeah. but I'm going to try to make it better." Yeah, a perfect speech.
1: Yeah, that's what every child, adult child, wants to hear from their parents. Like, "I'm yeah. sorry for the things I did that hurt yeah, you. I'm sorry, and I, I love you.
2: Left you, and yeah. I was drunk, and I didn't pay attention, and yeah." yeah. Very specific example, Pete. Oh,
1: boy. Now Pete's having a
2: mental jacket.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in 45 (laughs) minutes. Uh, Yeah, so that was great. Absolutely wonderful. And then uh, we also get the scene of the two Farouk's together, where Farouk hands him his glasses and, as we mentioned earlier, recaps the entire show for him. What I loved about this shot, this was another transformative shot, where very subtly... The old Farouk, the new young Farouk turned into the old Farouk. Yeah. yeah. Where his hair neatened up, his mustache neatened up as he yeah. was watching. I love that. Like, yeah. this was what, a two, three-minute long sequence, something yeah. like that? Uh, so it was very slowly done, but so perfect. Yeah, very and the cool. way it would like, it was projected
2: cries. around his eyes, yeah. And then you take it off, and there's a single tear running down. Yeah, so on fucking believable the it's show. It's also
0: crazy to think that they only introduced the actor, I never pronounced his name right, David Negaben, I think, mm-hmm. uh, who, uh, in the second season, but he yeah. is such an intrinsic part of the show. Yeah,
1: he goes through the most change really yes. <laughs> over this whole series. Yeah. Like he becomes he's the horrifying villain and he becomes the hero. Also at the it's
2: end. weird, like when David was choking him out, you had the flash of those like that scary fucking dude with the yellow eyes. The devil and, with the yellow eyes, yeah. 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 And then David like smiles like he's almost gonna miss that fucking like devil. It was weird. I mean crazy. it sort of raised him. Yeah. That's well, the he bad is the devil, right?
1: Yeah, I mean both, really. Right. Because Farouk sort of considered yes. himself his father. Yes, he considered sure. himself his father, David's father, from inside his brain because he didn't right. have a father right. outside of his body.
2: Yeah. is the inside daddy. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Wait, there's an inside daddy and an outside daddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, uh, I, I will say the,
0: that Mosquito went to the comic <laughs> book shop was asking the same question. <laughs> oh wow,
1: <laughs> who's your inside
0: daddy? <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> tell you what guys listen to your home not gonna make that one as a shirt yeah
1: <laughs> i'm a real
0: inside daddy
1: <laughs> oh i'm my. a real inside daddy um so switch shows up to uh sid and the gang fighting the time demons she's got a little whistle and she's like go sit sit down time demons go yeah. away and she says hey you all have done important work for the universe the universe acknowledges I mean, that's you. all
2: you want to hear at the end of a giant battle is just the universe saying to you hey I acknowledge you. I and mean, yeah. you're an important. I mean it was so moving and so deep. Yeah. And you... then another amazing hug. Was that a lot of great hug? It was what do you think switch
0: showed to Sid? Or what do you think happened in that hug? Because it felt like there was some information missing there.
1: I think it was like it was sort of like you did it. Everything's going to be better from here on out. Like uh David is going to go do his own thing. You're going to have a better life separate.
0: Yeah. I uh, I mentioned this earlier I felt bad for Sid The one thing that yeah. I was left with in the episode And I think a lot of this was In Rachel Keller's performance Was She already kind of got what she wanted Right? Yeah. With her second life With Melanie and Oliver Certainly yeah. she didn't want to be fighting constantly She didn't want to be struggling constantly But she already got her second chance Now she's being forced into a third chance And that made me feel very uncomfortable, particularly given everything that has happened with Sid over the course of the series. Yeah.
1: It definitely was a sort of a melancholic end for her. She has to suffer again. She says, so I'm dying. And Switch yeah. doesn't say yes or sure, She, but she does say you're going on to a better
2: life. Yeah, and she says you're going to really do great in this third life. But it's weird because it's like she was raised rough the first time. Then the second time she was raised with love, what the fuck's gonna happen this third time, man?
0: Well, they tell her
2: she's going to be glorious. So
0: the implication there is whatever's going to happen in her third life is going to be absolutely perfect. uh, And that's nice. That's good. But this Sid has to lose everything in order for her to get that. Yeah. So we get ostensibly a happy uh, ending for David. David gets what he wants, but at the expense of this Sid.
2: Right. Yeah. And also, like you know switch says to her you get to do one more thing and i was wondering like what that one thing would be but like they her and david kind of have we're building towards it. her and david kind of have a nice yeah you thought it might be like renew your driver's license <laughs> no i thought maybe that because she, she w- is over 25 so she can rent a car yeah thanks no problem uh <laughs> she, she can also vote if you want to bring that up too you know oh yeah, yeah. thanks oh yeah that's good so uh I was wondering if she would like beat the shit out of David one last time. If she (laughs) would just be like, you know, like fuck you, you all that shit.
0: Could you imagine if that's how the show ended? Where she was like, you could do one more thing. And it cuts to a scene of her just beating the
2: (laughs) shit in front of the baby David. She's just like, boom, you see this baby David? That's what you get when you're a bad boy. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: That's <laughs> what you get when you're a bad boy. Be a good boy. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's got caught. Maybe they wrote yeah. it and got and cut it. At the
0: I'm sure they did.
1: Yeah, that's definitely what happened. <laughs> Great. Uh, but well, yes, do you, it, think, it do you
0: think the one more thing that she did was the conversation with David? Yeah.
1: Yes.
2: She okay. gets one more. Yeah.
1: That's what I thought. Um, I also think it is weird that Sid has to suffer more than anyone else in the show. David yeah. gets off sort of scot-free. He got to have his big fight. Classic he gets woman,
2: to, male situation. Yeah, he, dude,
1: he, fucking you know. He gets to live again and have a better life. He sort of even in this, the last scene. If we want to just jump there, uh, they're talking and he sort of is like smirky and a little. He's like, like "Hey, we get eh. to
2: redo. I get to be raised by love." Yeah, and she's just like you, motherfucker.
0: Yeah, be a good I, boy. Yes, I, I don't. Th- I didn't read it as smirky in his performance. I read it as tentative. That that could be he. He is bad. We know this adult David is bad, but I think he understands it now. He's gotten what he wanted, not exactly how he wanted it. Yeah. Uh, It's certainly different, but he understands. He had that conversation with Sid a couple of episodes back where he tried to apologize in absolutely the wrong way. And though there is no apology that he could make that could be right... I think this conversation, I read it as the closest to a right apology as could happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I love her response to him. I, well, I'm, I'm here to help this, to help baby David. Yeah, no, not you. you. Fuck You're you. bad. You fucking asshole. He still has the potential to be good. Yeah. And she says, Word. be a good boy. Yeah. Then they fade, and it's we're left with baby David at the end. Yeah. Which
0: I thought was Baby great. David, who has very prominent nipples, I just want to say. What yeah, the uh, fuck? You were yeah, looking you at you the that? nipples? Did you notice that? No. Say,
1: They were large nipples.
2: They were large nipples. That baby had large nipples.
1: Pete, that's part of the show. It's a clue. It's a clue.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's weird that both you dads were looking at the baby nipples. I mean, oh. think about it. The last thing is
0: press button to start again. Maybe the button is the nipples. Oh my god, <laughs> you're that's, a good,
2: that's a good point. The more we talk, the more I'm worried that you're in charge of children. Well, good thing this is the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's
1: a good thing. Uh, it's a great thing. We're and that's press rat- button to start again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just a couple more things where the other characters, uh, well, Carrie and Carrie land. Um, Sid and uh, sits with Carrie. They have a nice moment, and then the Carrie and Carrie moment. We flash back to when they're kids. That I thought was so sweet, and it just showed how much these characters became central characters when they were just like sort of side characters for so long.
0: It was sweet and it was sad. Uh, Again, like the Sid thing, the Carrie and Carrie thing, uh, they're going to get the chance to go again. They're going to get the chance to be kids again and live their lives again, but... They're gone Like everything That they've gone through Everything that they've Experienced is gone as well And I think that's What they were dealing With in that moment moment Is those conflicting emotions
2: I also want to talk about The moment that they showed Said so much about Who they were Like you have The dude Who is like He's the smarter person He's like getting sleep Wait which one? Uh, Carrie. Oh, Correct! Right. Uh, uh, is uh, uh, getting sleep. And then the other one, she's already wait, up. Wait, who's the other one? Carrie. Yes! yes. Uh, she is it. like playing with toys, being, you know, like she has the train, she's already up and doing the fun she's things. She's the active one. Yeah, so it's it was just so cool that there was, so that, that had such a brother-sister dynamic. It also showed so much of like who they were. I, I yeah. really love that simple yet So amazing shot Were you distracted at all That it looked like Kid Carrie was straight out of A Christmas
0: Story? No 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 Okay so I got to say, I'm not fuck? sure. About that. <laughs> <laughs> not sure.
2: Was that?
0: Yeah. Great. Uh, cool. Thanks for waiting. In. Uh, <laughs> 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 anything else? Uh, I, I mean, the, we do have that last shot of the baby. We have the after credit shot as well. But that's it. That's it for the whole show. I was a little surprised that we didn't loop back to any of those images from the beginning at all.
2: Well, well uh, we did through the sunglasses. You got to see the whole fucking season.
0: No, I meant the 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 waves and the field and everything. Yeah,
1: uh,
2: I've been
0: too much. But
1: I do think that was just that was just a storytelling thing to to get through this episode. I don't think it was meant to leave us with anything,
2: because I do think you wanted the footsteps. Maybe a footstep somewhere. Yeah, right you look
0: down, and it's because David is carrying me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Should we end this with footsteps, guys? Yeah, let's do footsteps. Uh, one two. Uh,
0: three <laughs> Noah Hawley just give it up right at the
1: end. <laughs> no, 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 just do footsteps. I'm, I'm, just on. Yeah, I'm on vacation, guys. I'm on holiday. You're at the beach, footsteps. See you later. <laughs> See you, peace. Um, I think two things I was left with is um, the idea of, like, I am Legion or, like, we are each Legion. Like, we're all a collection of all the things that have happened in our life. Lives and that sort of is everything in our head, in our like multi-doored room in our head that come out and have help us make. Do you actually thing.
2: have that in your head?
1: Yeah, mine's more of a. It's more of a, a kitchen.
0: Oh, than okay, a, huh. just a weird exploding sh- kitchen. Yeah, nice. Oh wow.
1: The other thing I was nice. left with is that but the post-credit thing of like push button to start again. Do you think that means that nothing uh, was made better? that they and David was abandoned yet again and push button to start again, Ooh. meaning it, it all happened again in the same loop.
2: Uh, I, I didn't take it that way. I kind of took it as, like, if you watch it again, you will see it will, it will be completely different f- for you because you've seen the end, and there are Easter eggs of all of the things yeah. that are happening along the way. I,
0: I do think also... There's no way everybody is going to have A perfect life in this new reality There's always going to be problems There's always going to be threats that arise If the Shadow King is not the threat Somebody else is going to be the threat Let alone that Uh David still has those powers that he's going to have to deal with. He's still the most powerful mutant alive. And even if Charles is establishing a school for gifted mutants uh, and David goes there, there's still potential for problems down the road.
2: Definitely. Yeah, because uh, Charles is going to pay more attention to his students than to him. He's going to get super pissed about it. Oh, Yeah, yeah.
0: well, the, the other thing, though, is you could potentially argue, and I think there's a very valid and argument to be made here, that... David's mental illness was not caused by the Shadow King. Yeah, that's still something that he's going to deal with. That's something that's not going to go away but just because he's going to he be reset. raised
2: by by love and his parents this time. So they won't have that huge. It chip gives on him his
0: more. Job. It gives him more of a fighting chance. Right. It gives him more of a chance to be a good person. But going back to that season two episode, I think it was episode seven, where we saw all of the different lifetimes of David. Yeah. He was damaged in every single lifetime, and we don't necessarily know. I think one of those lifetimes he was even raised by his mom, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think you're right. So we know Sid is going to have a glor- be glorious. We don't know that she's going to have a glorious life, but she is going to be glorious. That's the one thing we know about this new timeline. So to your point, it might be a loop. You know, They mm-hmm. might yeah. encounter their own problems. They might have to constantly restart this and play through this whole thing again.
1: Not um, a lot of love for David's sister. Uh, In this uh, series ender Who was a major character in the first two seasons
0: Well she died and was made into Lenny Who then died
1: Yeah, No I know Uh, just saying like She was a huge She was like his tether basically uh, To reality for so long And then we don't see her in this episode
0: I do think part of that is probably just structurally, this is, and uh, Noah Hawley talked about this quite a bit, this is the first series where he did an ongoing story for three seasons. Yeah. I'm sure there was a plan, but I'm sure the plan changed and got tweaked uh, yeah. over time. It wasn't like they wrote three seasons of episodes and were done. So things yeah. like that, like the sister, like Lenny, uh, it wasn't necessarily a complete loop back to clockworks in the first episode. Yeah. But I thought otherwise it was as perfect as a finale yeah, could get. Yeah, I
2: love this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the more i think about it, the more i just feel bad for sid like mm-hmm. having to go and redo it again i you know I, that's I, fun. at what point do you be like hey can i just die why do i got to keep huh. redoing oh, this after 3 yeah 3 wow, that's pretty I it's i get to at least 26 yeah. wow yep. that's a very specific I'd number i do hundreds it is
0: i also we talked about this in the last episode a little bit uh with the mentioning of mega mutants and what's currently happening in the comics at house of x and powers of x where uh there's Oh, don't tie in re- that bullshit. Come defining on. Defining of emo- Hold on. Hold on. But the fact that they are dealing with reincarnation without spoiling anything about those comic books, that's something that they're dealing in, with in the books right now in a very big way. Yeah. Uh, very so, topical. Very weird coincidence, yeah.
2: I think. Or yeah. is it not? Ooh. Ooh. It is, though. Push it is. button. Push button. We're oh. Push button.
1: Does it start again? Yeah. Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Guys, thank you so much for listening to our podcast Inside Legion over the course of the past three seasons. We appreciate it so much. We do a lot more podcasts that you can check out. We do a Preacher podcast, a Krypton podcast, a Riverdale podcast, a Cloak and Dagger podcast, whatever maybe that's going to come back. Hopefully. As well as our live show that we do every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. We do hope you come by and commiserate about the end of Legion with us. Also, if you would like to support this podcast, other podcasts podcast we do patreon.com slash comic book club believe us we'll still be talking about legion for a good long while yeah, we after do.
2: that Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend us on uh, Facebook to know about all the amazing guests we have on our live show.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. (laughs) Also at Inside Legion for Legion specific content. ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and more. Subscribe on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, or the app of your choice. Comment, leave stars or likes or whatever you want. Stars! (laughs) And we'll never see you again. What? Inside Legion. Uh, We are Legion. We are Legion. Sure. Yes.